The Diva Revolution podcast is recorded on the lands of the Ghana people of the Adelaide Plains, and I pay my respects to elders past, present, and emerging, and I acknowledge their continued spiritual connections to lands, waters, and customs. Diva. A podcast for the modern priestess. Desiring to be fully expressed to live, love, and lead on purpose. I'm Peter Bastian, and this is the Diva Revolution. Welcome to the very first episode of the Diva Revolution podcast. Thank you so much for being here. I'm your hostess with the mostest, Peter Bastian. And today, as I record this episode, it happens to be my 48th birthday, the 13th of February. So remember that. Um, or not, that's totally fine. But I'm really excited to be sharing space here with you today. And, um, you know, I've wanted to start a podcast for the longest time. I, um, for so many reasons. And so today in this episode, I'm going to share a bit more about me. So you get to know me. I'm going to share about what is the diva revolution. I'm going to share about who is the diva and who is the woman behind the diva. That's me. So, and, and I'd also love to share a bit about what you can expect on this podcast, because I've started podcasts before. And if you've been around in my orbit, you would have known that. Um, the first one was called Peter on Purpose, kind of cute. Then it evolved into She Has Risen. And really that was speaking to um, the divine feminine. My belief is that she has risen, right? She's not rising. She's risen. And she's, anyway. Um, they never really got past three episodes. And that's okay. Because that was in, that was me evolving. But I really feel connected to the Diva Revolution so much so I actually wrote the Diva Revolution manifesto back in 2016, which I'm going to share with you later in um, this episode and just the significance of that. But the Diva Revolution is a movement. I know it sounds really big. It almost sounds audacious, but hear me out because I really fully believe this. The diva, let, let's talk about her. So the diva is not me. However, I am able to express her as are you. Okay, stay with me. The diva is this beautiful feminine archetype. She is the goddess of the feminine in action. And she is... Uh, an, an energy that I feel she is a, a, a divine benevolent being who connected with me on the top of a volcano in Bali in 2016. And from there has been filtering down and preparing me and helping me uh, step fully into my self-expression into the full expression of me as a leader. And part of that, a part of what she is asking of me is to create a space to share this wisdom and knowledge with you. Because chances are that you've found me, you found this podcast because you feel a deep calling. You already are 
in the process of doing this, you are leading yourself and others using your gifts, using your full expression. So the diva is, as I say, this beautiful goddess archetype of the feminine in action. And she gave this acronym to me, diva, to describe her. So the word and the acronym and whatever you feel about the word, you know, I know we've, we've gotten used to um, people labeling um, high maintenance women as, as she's such a diva, you know, or anyway, you know, the drill, you know, the drill, but I would love us to reframe and reclaim the word diva because it's actually an empowered woman an empowered woman who speaks up for herself. She's not a bitch. She's not pushy, but she's not a pushover, right? She leads with her heart. She lives authentically. She loves wholeheartedly. And so the DIVA, the acronym is Divinely Inspired Vivacious Action. And what that signifies is the divinely inspired part is, is the feminine. So she, she is in receivership. The vivacious action is her embodiment of the sacred masculine within her, how she takes action, how she actually takes her inspiration and materializes it, manifests it on the material plane. You know, I was working in um, the feminine leadership world, teaching women all over the world how to lead women's circles and how to embody the feminine. And you know, for so long, I was seeing a lot of um, women being called into feminine leadership. And this is a really natural progression. So I do not want to make this wrong at all, because I followed the same route. You know, we've, we've been just taught and molded those of us in the in the Western world, Western culture and other cultures, but I, I can only speak, you know, on behalf of my own um, experience and what I see um, in those that I've taught is that when we step into feminine leadership and the world of the feminine, we've generally come from a place of um, doing, pushing, being in that, um, uh, what's what's the word I'm looking for? The wounded masculine, right? All of All of that sort of stuff. I don't want to go too much into it. Nonetheless, we swing all the way into the feminine and we kind of discard the masculine. But actually the diva is asking us to come back into equilibrium because all of us have feminine and masculine elements within us, regardless of gender. And so feminine leadership is really about embodied leadership. It's really about embodying all aspects of ourselves, the divine feminine, the sacred masculine, and how do they synthesize? How do they harmonize? Who, you know, and it's about, um, it's not even about like equal footing. There is equality there, but with that, what it brings is, okay, when does the masculine, when when do we allow our sacred masculine to take the lead? When do we allow our, our divine feminine to take the lead? And so this is what the, the diva is here with her message she wants us to become fully expressed as embodied feminine leaders and she wants us to know that each of us has a really unique mission here as a human um, on this planet 
you know, like we're all souls having a human experience. So I go more into this in uh, the next episode when I share with you about the Diva Leader Academy, because I talked, as I say, I, I tell you about the, the time on top of a volcano. Um, so I'll leave that story for there. But also why I started this podcast is, um, look, I'm a self-projected projector. Uh, this is human design lingo. If you're uh, not familiar, stick around and you will get familiar. Uh, but I'm a, and officially, I'm a 6-2 self-projector projector. So um, as a self-projector projector, it's a mouthful, I know, but we actually, there's only about like 2.5% of the population is this type of projector. And we're literally built to talk. <laughs> I actually also have the channel 1-8 which again, in human design speak, I am actually created to be expressing myself creatively and uniquely. Um, so yeah, I'm literally born to express. So I know that I really wanted to create um, a, an outlet and a space for this wisdom that the diva wishes to share through me. So I am not the diva. I am my own, my own expression of the diva and she's inviting all of you who hear and feel her to step into that for yourself. Who are you as the fully expressed modern priestess? You know, I use that terminology, modern priestess, in the introduction of the podcast. And when we look at the priestess archetype, the priestess archetype is one of service. So chances are you're listening to this and you are driven by um, offering a service to the world that you want to make the world a better place. And I know that sounds cliche, but let's own it because we do want to make the world a better place. And that, that is a beautiful thing. How do you do that? My belief is that we're all born with a unique mission, purpose, uh, and, and, and our own magic sparkle that when we allow ourselves to fully embody that and express that, that is how we make the world a better place. So I actually wrote the um, Diva Revolution Manifesto back in 2016. And what's really interesting about this, I'll read it to you. But what's really interesting about this is that this is before I knew my human design. And so in human design, we all have an incarnation cross. And this is uh, like our, our destiny, if you will. It's, it's the, the main um, part of our energy that we're here to manifest in this lifetime. And the incarnation cross is made up of four gates uh, in human design. Again, human design speak. You will get used to this. These four gates are also related to the four gene keys that uh, make up our genius, our four prime gifts. So we have human design, which is essentially a blueprint of your soul having a human experience. And we have the gene keys, which is like an extension of human design. It's, it's the sister of human design. Not forgetting, actually, that these two systems are born from a synthesis of a lot of ancient traditions, including astrology, the Chinese I Ching, 
the Hindu uh, chakra system, the Kabbalah chakra system. And also woven into that is quantum physics and epigenetics. So my incarnation cross is the left angle cross of revolution. I didn't know that when I wrote the Diva Revolution Manifesto. <laughs> and I just think it's really, really cool. Um, so I want to read to you the Diva Revolution Manifesto. I can't, where have I put it? Where have I put it? Hmm. Okay, I found it. Um, I'm just looking at my other screen. Those of you who are watching this video and think, why is she looking off into the distance? I'm looking at my screen. The Diva Revolution Manifesto. The Diva Revolution is a movement of change makers and messengers who are co-creating a new paradigm of collaborative, empowered, feminine leadership. This is a divahood that is fully expressed and knows the value of the feminine voice and knows our voices matter. We are a divahood that has answered the call of the divine feminine to stand up as a collective and use our voices to make a difference in the world. We are the divahood who stand unapologetically in the spotlight, embodying and expressing our truth. We are the divinely inspired, vivacious action leaders, creating the stage of freedom to live life in all its glory. I really, really love, love, love this. I'm not too, I'm, I don't know what I think about the word divahood anymore. It, you know, it was back in the day. It was what I was feeling. Um, but what I do love is that it is talking about being fully expressed. It's talking about using our voices and, and I would say to, to um, expand on that, my my experience, my, um, yeah, my experience of expression goes beyond the voice as well, right? So in human design, all energy travels to the throat. All of our energy travels to the throat and it wants to be expressed, okay? And through this expression is um, how we manifest, how we create. I also believe that our expression can be through dance, through movement, through visual art, through um, stories, through things that we craft and make with our hands. Like expression can be more than the voice. However, the voice really, uh, I believe, is connected to when we allow ourselves to have the freedom to be truly ourselves. So I wrote that manifesto back in 2016. As I say, the diva came through and I started working with her for a little bit and then I put her to the side. Kind of said, no diva. Um, I think I might've even thought she was too much. But really what it was, was it was a reflection of me not feeling ready me not feeling as though I could step into that space of full Peter, <laughs> like the full expression of Peter. I dip my toes in. And, you know, I think that's really what is those um, couple of attempts I've had at a podcast is, yeah, dipping my toes in the water and then just feeling the biggest um, 
like emotional uh, hangover ever. Oh my God, I'm too exposed. Oh my God, I, I can't share that. And, you know, there is some truth to that being self-projected. Projector means that my G-center, my identity, who I am, who I be is how I express my truth. And I, when I do that, it's incredibly vulnerable. So again, um, I, I've cultivated compassion for myself and all the ways in which I've had to um, evolve and had to rebirth over and over and over. So, you know, going back to the incarnation cross, for me, when I then dive into um, the I Ching, it is, again, this word revolution. When I dive into um, the Gene Keys, it, it extrapolates it more. This is what I love about the Gene Keys. It goes into the gift, uh, the shadow, the gift, and the city of this concept. So the shadow of um, this, of, of the revolution, is reaction being reactive, having your emotions um, hmm, not being grounded, not being, um, hmm, how can I describe this? I think, I think that's enough for now. Like the, there's a reactiveness to it. The revolution is the gift, being able to um, change your world from the inside out. The city is the rebirth. So really continuously rebirthing, rebirthing, regenerating, you know, the, the going into the chrysalis and um, being dissolving the dissolution of self. And maybe, you know, maybe it's, it's the dissolution of the ego. I've got a, a, a special relationship with the word ego. I feel like she's gotten a bad rap, you know, like we tend to blame the ego for things. Um, whereas I think she serves a purpose and a really beautiful one at that. Um, and I think that's, that can be true for all parts of ourselves. And again, this is the message of the diva is in order for us to be fully expressed, we have to be able to accept love, care, reclaim and um, welcome all parts of ourselves even the bits we don't like because if you reject that you're rejecting part of yourself and this leads me to my thoughts on um, when we talk about um, releasing I've come to realize that um, rather than releasing, we we get to we do get to let go of the things that don't serve us. We do let to get get, 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 get. <laughs> we do get to let go of the limiting beliefs. What we mustn't do is discard that part of us that created the limiting belief. You know, what, what we need to do, what we must do is reclaim that part of ourselves and love her or him unconditionally and say, you know what, it's okay. It's okay that you created that or it's okay that you fucked up in that way. I still love you. I, I still want you to be part of me. So my own personal journey of this um, 
did I mention it's my birthday? <laughs> I think I might have at the beginning of this. I feel like I've done so much talking today. I can't remember what I've said where. Um, but I would say in the last 12 months is when I have actually been able to step into and onto the other side, onto the other side of transformation. This is not to say that there won't be more. There won't be more um, evolution revolution and rebirthing yeah as I say that I can just feel it wash over my body there's a truth to this and I'll share with you the exact moment I remember it when I I stepped into an you know on the other side was um, I was talking with a friend I actually went back to um, uni last year and studied psychotherapy. That's a conversation for another day. Uh, but it was really important to me to um, go and study psychotherapy. And I, we were doing um, an exercise, myself and another um, trainee therapist. And, you know, I was the part of the client. She was the part of the therapist. And we were doing this thing. And um, I remember talking to her about wanting this tattoo, right? Because this tattoo in my mind was this um, significant marker of mm, my full expression, right? I was also sharing that um, I was excited to be like turning 50. And I was telling everyone I'm basically 50. Um, I'm 48 today, right? Not 50. It's totally fine. I can't wait to be 50 as well. I can't wait to be all the ages that I get to be. Um, but I was, I, I recognized in speaking out my thoughts to my beautiful friend that um, I was constantly placing myself and my full expression in the future. I wasn't giving myself permission to be it now. And all of a sudden, as I was speaking, um, this, this, these words came into me and through me. And those words were, what if you've already arrived? Like, what if you've already arrived? Because I'd created this story that, oh, when I'm 50, I graduate life, you know, and then I'm the fully expressed diva. I'm fucking nailing it. And, you know, all my ducks are in a row, all my boxes are ticked, all that stuff that's not even real. <laughs> But I heard this voice and when I said, but what if I've already arrived? And as I said that, like literally my entire heart just went burst open and I'm getting that same feeling now. And just this bliss washed over me, this knowingness, this, oh, <laughs> of course, like how, what have I been doing? I've been holding myself back by constantly placing, you know, future place Peter was always out of my reach. And so after that, uh, there just became this really um, rapid, rapid unfolding of, of coarseness about, well, okay, who, who am I as the, the fully expressed Peter? And what does she look like? And I had welcomed the diva back into my life in, um, Oh, I think it was 2020. Isn't this terrible that I don't know? Um, forgive me if I, I forgive myself. So it's fine. 
<laughs> I wrote a book, The Diva Leader Archetypes, Human Design for Feminine Leaders. And I, I can't remember if I wrote it in 2020 or 2021. That's saying something, isn't it? I need to um, uh, look into that more. But nonetheless, I had welcomed the diva back into my space. And again, she'd been uh, slowly but surely, um, patiently guiding me and leading me to this place I am now of being able to create a space for you to also discover who you are in your full expression. So... Um, what if you've already arrived? I love you to ask yourself that. Maybe you hear something similar in what I'm saying. Maybe you don't, maybe you, maybe you've already arrived and it's like, hi, welcome. So glad to have you here. And also, it doesn't mean that the evolution and the becomingness ends. It it just means that there's it's like this whole new dance floor this whole new world and um, more of, I feel like more of life is showing itself more. Um, yeah. I think I'll, I'll leave it at that. So side note, I'm actually going back to Bali in a couple of weeks. <gasps> I'm pretty excited. So I can't wait to share with you more about that experience. There's so much to it. So I have, um, I just knew last year, I knew uh, this woman um, that I'd been, I've worked with previously and I was like, I'm, I'm really feeling drawn to working with her, my mentor, Asha. And uh, I know that I'm going to go to Bali with her. And um, Asha, is, Asha is an incredible woman and I feel really, really blessed to be able to go to Bali with her as part of her sacred commerce group, but also as uh, her apprentice. So I'm going to be apprenticing as a priestess in Bali. And I'm just so excited by that. And I can't wait to share the experience. And I also know deeply that the diva is calling me back. The diva is calling me back there so that um, there's, there's another calibration coming through. And I can't wait to see how that evolves. So, you know, there's a divine timeline that, as in our human selves, we're not always aware of, but I, and this is something I, I say to myself and have said more often lately is what is meant for me will not pass me by, you know, like what is truly meant for me will not pass me by. I will always receive exactly what is meant for me. And, um, and I love that. So who am I? What do I do? What's my story? What's going on? You've been hearing me talk about the diva. And so the woman behind the diva. Um, so I introduced myself in human design terminology. Human design found me back in, I feel like 2016 was a big year, right? Because uh, it was toward the end of 2016, uh, maybe even 2017. Oh my God, I'm so <laughs> shit with dates. I don't know. It was back then, right? And when I found out that I was a projector, mind-blowing, um, finally I could see myself. Now, uh, if you know anything about human design, you'll know that that's kind of funny in and of itself because as projectors, our energy, our aura is here to see and know others, but it's very hard to see ourselves. 
So nonetheless, this really, really intrigued me. And I started to um, investigate what it meant for me more and more. At the time I was um, training, I was working with an international company. We were training women all over the world, how to be women's circle facilitators, which was really, really beautiful. I loved it. I was just in my genius zone and my juice. And it was, it was really a blessed time and I loved it so much. So human design came in and I started thinking and noticing, oh, I feel like this information be really powerful for the women that um, I'm teaching, that I'm mentoring. So I started sharing human design with them and they were like, yeah, wow, this is amazing, Peter. Thank you for sharing this with me. Um, and then I ended up leaving that company and um, that's when I went to, on to write my book because I, I really wanted to blend the the human design is a living transmission and each of us no one owns it it was founded by Ra Uruhu and when I say founded he he channeled it through right but it's ancient technology and it is so this is when and and really um I want to give credit to Asha my mentor who who expressed it in this way to me and it, it clicked it's a living transmission Every time we speak it, we are embodying it and, and transmitting it and something new comes through. So as I was connecting with human design, I was also bringing with me my um, knowledge, wisdom and expertise around feminine leadership. And so I started to inject and infuse that into human design because I wanted to make sense of how human design could support me as a woman, could support me as a fully expressed leader. And so what has been born from that was the Diva Leader by Design book. There's also um, a video program all about it. So specifically human design for feminine leaders. Since then, what also has evolved um, and come through uh, the Diva Codes. So the Diva Codes is my certification for you as a feminine leader to use human design with this elevated language of um, the Diva Codes. More about that later, and that's in the next episode as well. But um, from there, my I was introduced to the Gene Keys, which um, at the... And again, I might have said this before, I can't remember. But the gene keys are like the, the sister to human design. So human design is, is um, where we, I feel it deepens our self-awareness. The gene keys deepens our self-acceptance and self-love. And so I have been using the gene keys and feel really aligned with them because of the um, the way the triple goddess is infused into it. Um, and then also, I'm not really doing this in any chronological order. So, you know, just, just go with me. Um, but I want to talk about my work with women's circles and um, how I got into women's circles. So I'm 48 right now. Okay. I think I mentioned that before. Um, but I was 39. Was I 39? Yes, I was 39 because I remember I turned 40 just after I got back from the States the first time. Anyway, 
was 39. I went to my acupuncturist and um, I was lying on the table with all the needles in me and I just went into this trance and I had a vision, a full vision of a past life of being healed by a circle of women of all different nationalities and there was this big fire in the middle of the circle it was nighttime and they were dancing and singing around the circle and I it's like I was passed from one woman to another and cradled and loved and uh and healed I'd I'd actually um in in my human life in my everyday life had uh been feeling incredibly betrayed and hurt and confused about my relationships with women nonetheless I had this vision and just being beautifully held and loved and supported by these women in circle and then the vision suddenly turned to it was daytime and I literally was standing in the middle of ashes you know and so you know that vision of the phoenix rising from the ashes the rebirth (laughs) and I was like wow like it was it was so visceral It was so visceral and I was like, okay, universe, because I just got this really clear message. You need to lead women's circles. I'd never been to a woman's circle. I didn't know what they were about. I had no idea. I'd had a a beautiful personal journey of um, spirituality and awakening to um, the fifth dimension, all, all the different dimensions and connecting with my guides and angels. But this space of women's circles I'd never been in, right? And in fact, women used to scare the shit out of me (laughs) because I just, I'd really had that experience of sisterhood wounding, both as the um, being wounded and wounding others, you know, it's, it's a perpetual cycle. Anyway, so two weeks later after I'd said, you know, I'd had this vision and then I, I had, um, the said to the universe okay universe if you want me to lead women's circles give me a sign two weeks later into my inbox really really randomly this email came and the the title was do you want to learn how to lead women's circles and I was like are you fucking kidding me this like okay I'm listening so I clicked and the rest is history um I ended up studying uh, to become a master circle facilitator. As I say, I went to the States and um, did a retreat there, became part of an integral part of the company and became uh, one of the head trainers and trained women all over the world how to run women's circles. And it was, it, and it still is to this day, one of the most beautiful expansive experiences I've ever had and continue to have and circle for me as a way of life circle for me as a way of life and the way in which I love to curate spaces has the element and the sacredness of the energy of circle um and actually this is another piece of why I'm I'm really excited to be going back to Bali to apprentice with uh like as a priestess and connecting with um a local priest and priestess as well Uh, through my mentor and um, because I've known for a long time that I am going to be leading retreats in Bali for women to learn how to lead women's circles in person in a retreat setting and I'm 
I really wanted to make sure that I did that with the highest level of integrity, the highest level of humbleness, humility, and that real essence of the archetype of the priestess, which is one of service and devotion to something higher than herself and also to those whom which she is holding space for. It is, it, it, it's, it's such an exquisite modality. The other piece to me, seeing as how you're getting to know me, right, is um, I mentioned earlier I went back to um, university and studied psychotherapy. So this was at the end of 2021. I was actually feeling kind of jaded and bitter about um, the the online community that I was in or the online coaches world right and the entrepreneurial world and the way that you could go and study a course for a weekend and then you're a certified coach who could do x y and z right and I thought oh my gosh like where how are we creating responsibility and accountability and integrity in these spaces and hang on a second, is it, is it really just a weekend and you're a qualified expert to take people through really, really deep processes? Like what else is there? And because it's an unregulated industry, the online coaching world, you know, you, you can get on and say that you're an online coach and, or a mentor or, or an expert or whatever it is. And, um, and maybe you are, however, Again, just to give some further context, I spent the first 15 years of my adult life as a registered nurse. And as a registered nurse, you need to be constantly doing professional development every year, like keeping up your skills because, you know, like you are looking after people's lives. And I just was applying this to the the world of sitting down one-on-one or in group spaces with people and just feeling the gravity of this is a really important space. This is really, um, you know, where this is a space where you're dealing with people's inner world, their inner lives, like who they be. And I, I was starting to question myself around, oh, okay, well, if I'm pointing fingers at others going, how, you know, how can you call yourself this? What about me? Have I done an an inventory on myself? Have I looked at the practices that I use? Because, you know, we learn from our mentors. We learn from different teachers along the way. And I think that it's important for us to ask ourselves, A, do I align with that teacher? Have I outgrown the teachings of that teacher? Are those teachings still in integrity with who I be? And so I knew that I really, really wanted to um, have a foundation of uh, theoretical and therapeutic practice. So I went back to uni and and went and studied psychotherapy. And, you know, it was so, so beautiful because really within the first month to three months, I, I knew that what I was doing was correct. 
I received the confirmation that who I was being in those intimate one-on-one spaces and in group spaces was correct. I now had the theoretical knowledge of, oh, so when I've been doing that, that's actually stems from this theory. And, you know, this is the practical experience of that. And just really being able to um, back myself. I think that's an important thing to, to back ourselves and know the grounded theory of these practices, principles, rituals, ceremonies that we are creating. Yes, there's a mystical. This is not to um, dismiss the magic and mystery either, but it needs to be both. And so um, this is also what I I did for myself in, and, and I share all of this with you because really these are all the pieces that I've been putting in place over the last eight years, nine years, 10 years. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Nine or 10 years. And so when I had that moment last year of what if I've already arrived, you know, it wasn't as though boom, it just happened. It did and it didn't, right? It's a, it's a yes and. It did, but it was a realization of, oh, all of these um, things I've been shown, all of these experiences I've had, all of these, um, tra- you know, transmissions that have come through are all enabling me to create this space of the diva revolution movement which includes this podcast which i'm so very grateful that you're watching and listening to and it includes the diva leader academy where i get to create a space where i show up and am able to share this wisdom with you so that you evolve and even more because I know that you're already leading yourself through life beautifully and messily which is okay too right like leading beautifully so there are three values of the diva leader academy I share more in the next episode but I just I am going to share them briefly now because I want to The first one is to live authentically. The second one is to love wholeheartedly. And the third one is to lead beautifully. And that's the piece I want to speak into because leading beautifully means you lead how you are designed to lead. And in the Diva Leader Academy is where we look at the modalities of human design, of gene keys, of women's circles or the art of circle and also the art of one-on-one, so these sacred spaces. And who are you in that? And how do you guide others through that? Because this is what the diva wants. She wants us to be that full expression of ourselves. She wants us to be that gift to the world, offer that service to the world. And so... This podcast is an extension of that. I have been interviewing some truly remarkable women. I have more remarkable, beautiful, devalicious women lined up to speak with as well. And over the coming days and weeks, I'm going to be sharing those interviews with you. And really what I wanted to do was be able to be in conversation and hear the stories of other women and their uh, evolution of becoming fully expressed 
as they continue to the becomingness. <laughs> Becoming sounds like you become and you arrive. And maybe, maybe there is that arrival piece, right? Again, maybe there is that arrival. Because what if I've already arrived? And what freedom does that give me? Because I'm not placing my success in the future anymore. I love this. Oh my gosh. I love this. Anyway, so I'm interviewing amazing women. I can't wait to share their stories with you. And as we speak, I speak to their human design. And so if you are loving on human design and you're wanting to learn more, you will definitely learn more. I'm also going to be um, doing one-off or one-on-one or -on -one, you and me. Um, podcasts like this on different topics. Um, if there is a topic you would like me to cover, please do reach out and um, ask. I know that um, a lot of you will want specific human design stuff. I'm more than happy to share that too. And yet, you know, I'm going to finish on this piece because I think this is really, really important. I had been diving into human design and gene keys and uh, psychotherapy and loving it all so very deeply and I I know if you are if you're into astrology you might understand this depends how much into astrology you are right um, but my ruling planet has been Saturn for the last two years and Saturn is the hard taskmaster Saturn gets us to ask ourselves the hard questions and so, you know, I'd really been knuckling down into getting the um, foundational, um, tangible elements um, in order, in order that I may again really embody that harmony and synthesis of the divine feminine, sacred masculine. So I have been able to welcome back in the mythical mystical um, diva in all her glory uh, as expressed through me and that is culminated in I cannot talk about human design and gene keys and the work I do without talking about feminine wisdom and feminine energy and just to share with you my views on the word the words feminine leadership feminine leadership is the harmony of the feminine and masculine energies within each of us regardless of gender they're not we we're not all in our feminine or all in our masculine maybe i'm repeating myself i'm not sure it's, it's obviously important to hear ah oh, i think i'm going to leave it at that for today and I truly appreciate your time. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Diva Revolution podcast. I really hope that as you tune in and you listen, you feel inspired, you feel awakened, you feel um, a sense of togetherness, a sense of um, you're not alone on this journey it's really important to me to um and this is part of my interview style is to share the 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 depth and the realness and the rawness 
as well as celebrate the bright, shiny stuff. I want to, I want to see it all. I want to hear it all. And I want to share that with you in terms of the interviews I do with these women. And also in terms of the, um, the musings and messaging that I share here with you as well, because it's, it's important that we are real. It's important that we embrace all parts of ourselves. And so, hmm, I'm just seeing, is there anything else I need to say? No, not right now. I feel like maybe there's a whole heap of stuff that theoretically I probably should have told you about on the first episode, but I no, I'm just going to leave it with that. Did I mention it's my birthday? <laughs> maybe. Um, oh, okay. One more thing. The Pussy Festival. Okay. The Pussy Festival is the seven-day fiesta. It's an online event I am hosting next week. If you're listening to this, um, it starts February 20th and it is an online event held in a Facebook group. Um, you can look at the links below wherever you're watching or seeing this so that you can go sign up for it or you can um, go to my Instagram bio. It's got the link there <clears throat> to go sign up for it because this is about how you get to turn on your power to be the magnetic leader your soul wants you to be using human design, gene keys and feminine leadership. Oh my God, all these things I've been talking about, right? So th this is a free event and I'm going to be delivering three masterclasses in it. It is so beautiful and I'm not going to tell you any more about it. I'll tell you again tomorrow <clears throat> when you hear the next episode. But right now, because it's my birthday, uh, I can hear that my kids are home from school. Thank you, husband. And uh, we're going to go out and go down the beach, meet my parents and have some beautiful dinner. And um, if you loved what you heard today, please tune in again. And also, um, yeah, send me a message if there's anything specific you want me to talk about as well. Okay. Okay. I'm wrapping it up. I'm wrapping it up. Like cut, cut. I'll see you next time. You've been listening to the Diva Revolution podcast. If you loved this episode, this is your invitation to be part of the Ripple Effect. Simply subscribe, rate and review on Spotify, Apple Podcasts and wherever else you tune in. Thank you and have a Divalicious day.